Hey, party people. I'm very excited to be uh, popping on here again. Today's episode is going to be called um, The Joy of Resilience in the Face of Disease. It's actually inspired by one of my blog posts with the exact same title, The Joy of Resilience in the Face of Disease. I'm not going to read the blog post verbatim, but I do want to talk about that idea today of disease. Um, I'm a word artist. I love creating things um, that use words <laughs> um, that are inspired by um, the things that I see around me. Um, sometimes when I'm reading the Bible or other books or just having great conversations with people, listening to a sermon or a talk of some some sort, um, I find that I really am inspired to create. And word art is just one of the ways that I express that creativity. Um, anyways, today I wanted to talk about um, disease. And when I look at the word disease, I see two kind of sub parts to it. Dis-ease. Dis-ease. Disease. Um, there's a sense in which um, diseases bring an uneasiness to our lives. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what, like, there have been many moments in my journey with mental health and gut issues and family issues and just counseling that I've done for um, broken relationships. Uh, yeah, I just see that disease brings a level of uneasiness to our lives, whether that's mental diseases or physical ailments um, or spiritual issues or trauma that we, we've faced and endured that have Im- traumas that have impacted us into adulthood, um, that those things are real and disease sucks. Um, just plainly put, uh, it's painful. Uh, it's difficult. It's not fun. Uh, it leaves us feeling unsettled, probably discouraged, perhaps even disheveled. Um, it doesn't make sense to us. It's not something we've asked for. It's not what we desire to have around arguably. Um, it doesn't seem to be welcomed or wanted, but, um, you know, what's unfortunate about diseases is a lot of times they isolate us from the people that we love or they make us, we feel that sense of isolation. Even if it's not something that others are imposing on us, somehow we find that the diseases that we face um, put us in on ourselves in a bad way where we isolate, we shut down, we don't open up. We're ashamed of the things that we carry that just don't seem quote unquote normal. Um, but I think one of the things I really want to do with this podcast too is normalize things that have stereotypes and negative connotations and stigmas and things that people just don't normally talk about. Um, and mental health is one of those things. And that's you know, a huge part of my story, um, quite frankly. And we'll get into that as I move through this podcast with you all. Um, each episode, I, I hope to just hit on one more thing um, about Anna and one more thing about life and one more lesson that I'm learning. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think what I'm trying to get at with this in the joy of resilience in the face of disease, not just disease and sitting with that, but um, you know what we deem to be the worst part of a disease may actually be what makes it um, restorative, beautiful, um, amazing. So yes, disease may pave the way for discouragement. Um, it can provide, you know, uh, a lot of weight to our lives that we don't want. Um, but I think in the wake of those wakes or waves or whatever you want to call them, 
there's a choice that we can make. We can continue to be uh, encouraged even in the wake of our diseases, or we can settle into that discouragement and say, you know what, screw it. I, I throw in the towel. Um, life is not worth the living, um, which is a dark and difficult place to be. I've been there before too. Um, and I don't say that lightly. And if you're in that space right now, I hope that this can speak to you clearly today that you can either choose discouragement um, or you can choose a greater and deeper encouragement than you ever knew before the existence of that disease in your life, mental, physical, whatever it may be. Um, And I also just want to put a plug in, a tangent, if you will, um, that's relevant. So I guess it's not really a tangent, but, you know, depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, you know, any mental health problem, not just those that I've mentioned. Those things um, are, I would say, arguably a chemical imbalance, a biological issue with the way our brains are comprised. Something went wrong and we don't know why or how necessarily. Um, But, you know, as a Christian, I believe that The Lord created us, God, the God of the universe, Yahweh. He created people in his image, and we are made um, as beautiful beings. We are creatures that have a lot of potential for creativity and love and compassion. Um, But there's also issues with the way that we are. Um, We exist in a what Christians call a fallen world or a broken world. Um, It's not perfect. It's not the way that it should be. We know that deep in our core. Um, But I think, you know, all of these mental issues are not just, you know, oh, just get better, you're fine, pray it away, or, um, you know, just choose to be happy. Yes, there's a mindset that we can have when we approach our diseases that's healthy and good. And there are choices that we can make to um, keep from being discouraged. But, you know, also to those of you who are depressed and clinically depressed, my one encouragement to you is seek help, get help, open up. Don't be ashamed. It's not your fault. It's something that you just have been given. It's the cards you've been dealt. And I don't know why that's what you're dealing with um, or how you can get out of it in this, you know, in the long run. But in this moment, take that tiny step forward that could change your life and keep your life and save your life, right? Get help. Um, open up. It's okay to not be okay. So yes, disease brings our lives dis-ease. And yet in that uneasiness, deep foundations are built. Shallow thinking and wayward living are completely eradicated. And when we're presented with our mortality or even our frailties or our inabilities, our imperfections, there is no room left for a fake or fleeting foundation to our lives. We must be real. When we suffer because of our diseases, we are also strengthened in and because of their presence. And this is what I really want to get at now with the joy of resilience in the face of those things, is that resilience is not just for those who tend to the weaknesses and wounds of the diseased. It's also given to those who wait patiently for healing and restoration of their own frailties. And, you know, I've heard this before. I actually have this written on the side of one of my first Bibles, which I'm actually looking at right now on my table. What threatens to destroy us can actually be used to strengthen us. And if you believe in God, God can be the one who strengthens you in the midst of those things. 
Um, you know, we gain resilience along the way through life. You probably know that just from experience. The longer you live, the more troubles come, right? Just naturally, because we live in a broken world. Um, and I think that resilience, that strength, really um, comes through the means of suffering. Um, and suffering, arguably so, is a means of um, grace. Somehow, and I don't know how, but um, you know, grace reminds us that we are missed. We are a mist. Our lives come and go quickly. And the defining moments in our lives are often the hardest ones. And they bring us the most pain or uncertainty or heartache or heartbreak or, you know, whatever. Um, And I guess because of that, they're the ones that become amongst the most memorable. We probably all know that too. You would say, sure, Anna, like, you know, my hard moments in life are the ones I remember the most. Um, And yeah, I've suffered. I've suffered a lot. I've hit rock bottom multiple times. I thought I would be able to bounce back and stay back, you know, but um, resilience to endure with others in their wounds and weaknesses and also for our own pains and woes um, is a game changer. And I think, you know, another thing I really want to hit on and, and meditate on with you all is that there is joy to be found in and through our diseases, our sufferings, our pain, our difficulties. Any suffering is painful, yes. And yet what comes out on the other side of that suffering is what ultimately stands. That is where the joy is found, right? The long-term vision for how our diseases shape us, maybe in some negative ways, of course, because we live in brokenness and this world is not perfect. And yet suffering produces wells of resilience, endurance, realness in us, right? Like that facade just breaks down and we have to build back that foundation of who we are and what matters to us. What's our meaning and our purpose in life? You know, suffering is not an inconvenience. It's not an interruption to what's good in life. It actually can be the means of grace through which God or whoever you believe is above you and watching out for you. Or maybe just you think like suffering sucks, yes, But let's look at that glass is overflowing. It's not half full, half empty, whatever. Like there are deep wells of joy within all of us that we can find even in the face of diseases. Um, What threatens to disarm us, make us off balance, keep us from being at ease is actually what can be the avenue through which we learn how to be armed, encouraged, strengthened, and able to stand. It's difficult to know how to protect ourselves, excuse me, protect ourselves if we're never put under attack, right? It's difficult to know just how to endure without having the need for that endurance. And if ever there's something to be joyful about, I think it's this. Disease may threaten to destroy us, but at the end of the day, it's the means through which we all learn resilience, patience, and gratitude. Grace abounds, and I want you all to be encouraged today. Disease unsettles, yet resilience brings the ease we need thanks to our diseases. Praise Jesus.